What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, Bills Mafia? I'm Fernando Shimudi. That's your leading the charge. And I'm back to talk about the winners and losers of this Bills. Preseason win against the Colts, 23-19. Great game uh, from the boys coming back to Highmark Stadium and doing a nice uh, performance in front of entire Bills Mafia on Kids Day. I'm sure it was a, a great experience for people who were there at the Highmark. And I'm sure also it was... Uh, a nice opportunity for Coach McDermott and all the coaching staff to evaluate the players and and to give them a look, especially in the competitions that are happening right now, for not just for roster spots but also for start for for a place in the starting lineup in the starting eleven for both sides, offensive and defensive side of the ball. And without further ado, let me start talking about my winners and losers from this game and also made some observations about what really popped up uh, from these players and from the Bills in this win against the Colts. Uh, so, first of all, focusing on the defensive side of the ball, let me bring uh, Tyrell Dodson to the conversation and start talking about the middle linebacker competition, a competition that probably... Uh, is uh, already won by Dodson, uh, but unfortunately not for the right reasons, right? Uh, in my former, in my last few episodes of leading the charge, especially uh, the, last, the latest one with Nate from Circling the Wagons podcast, uh, we were talking about giving props to Tyrell Dodson because that's a guy who never gave up and... and didn't allow maybe the 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 guy who looked like uh, the potential winner for this job in the first place, Terrell Bernard, to take to just take the job and run away with it. Dodson, uh, as Matt Parino also said here in the leading the charge, Dodson stayed off season in Buffalo, working out, getting prepared for his shot, and he really didn't allow Bernard to to get the, the the position to get the starting middle linebacker position and run away with it uh props for him he could get better in coverage and and in his mobility department and and he finally got his first the first crack at the job as the middle linebacker and i saw a lot of people being down on dodson after this game and i really don't get them because, hear me out, we won't see a linebacker come in in Tremaine Edmonds' place and play better than what Tremaine Edmonds did for the Bills. So 
maybe a lot of people who didn't appreciate what Edmonds did in the past are going to start to to do that. Dodson uh, and I'm one of the guys who likes Dodson more than than most, I believe. And I think Dodson did well in this game. I think he showed command of the defense. I really believe he showed he can communicate. Uh, he had a lot of conversations with McDermott in, on the sidelines, and it 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 didn't seem to me like the McDermott was like uh, arguing about stuff or being mad about stuff. It seemed like they were just getting on the same page and making sure they were in the same page, and it seemed like McDermott was was content with what Dodson was delivering and I be, I really believe Dodson did well did well enough in my opinion I won't expect Dodson to come in and play as like Edmonds did nor I would expect Dodson to come in and be interchangeable with Matt Milano that's not who Tyrell Dodson is even though he could get better and improve his mobility his athleticism during the, the, the offseason, getting well prepared for the position or for what the Bills wanted from the position. Still, Tyrod Dodson is in an interchangeable piece with Matt Milano. He is who he is. And we saw it. He did well against the run. I think he showed command. He showed he can communicate with the guys, get the guys on the right spots and play well against the run most of the time. He will miss a tackle here and there. It's happens even to the best uh, and in coverage he will have some trouble he will be tested for sure okay uh we saw a pass yesterday that richardson trill that flew right over dodson's head it was a laser it was a josh allen kind of throw uh speed wise and it wasn't really easy an easy one to make a play on it if edmunds were there probably with just with his size he would be in position to to knock down that pass or he would force richardson to throw it higher and enforce a mistake maybe making that ball sail more and, and go right uh, in the directions of jordan poyer or michael hyde but we won't see a guy of edmund's size and length at that position so uh dodson worked well with what he has and and yeah maybe terrell bernard would be able to make a play there because we're talking about a quicker guy a guy who covers better and a guy who really is interchangeable with milano uh, athletically uh, speaking so i don't know man i really think you can't expect way more than that from dodson and I've seen a lot of people already talking about free agents' possibilities at middle linebacker. Look, the Bills aren't going to sign a middle linebacker. They had all the opportunities in the world to do so during the, the free agency. A lot of good options coming for a ship. Lavonte Davis wasn't expensive. Bobby Wagner wasn't expensive. There were other younger options that were really cheap. Okereke, um David Long, uh, even T.J. Edwards, who's playing with Edmonds now uh, with the Bears. The Bills 
trust they have the op the the answer inside the building and Dodson is this kind of the guy I think uh, this kind of guy I think he he did well and and he'll get the the first crack at the spot just because Bernard is injured and hopefully he can do well enough but if the defense struggles I see Bernard getting back and getting his shot and I really believe he can do really well because Bernard won't be also playing at the same level as Edmonds, but he won't be asked to beat Wayne Edmonds, or he won't need to be hided like Dodson needs to be hided in the Tremaine Edmonds role. I think Bernard will be an interchangeable guy with Milano, and you will be able to see some splash plays via sacks, via tackles for loss, or via interceptions, or running stride for stride with a tight end or a running back. Because that's what he's capable of doing with his athleticism, just like Milano can do it. So I really believe Bernard can show up this way, can pop up on the screen this way, and and become the answer. And if he really really can, I believe the biggest winner at the linebacker spot yesterday was uh, Dorian Williams. The rookie looked really good, and despite not being Edmund's size, that dude has really long arms, right? And and in time. I believe he'll be able to kind of replace at least a little bit of what Edmonds offered in that defense with his length. Uh, that dude has long arms. And, and right now, he's more of a, a, a hit-seek missile that just uh, identified the, the target goals and tackle. And, and he seemed like a, a sure tackle. And that's really good to see. He was playing the Milano's spot. He didn't. He didn't need to communicate a lot. He didn't need to think a lot. He just went out, run and played and tackle and looked really well. I think in time he'll be able to feel more comfortable in co in coverage and be able to make more plays in coverage. And I really hope the Bills start to prepare him at the Mike spot because, in my opinion, the defense will, never will be at their best at the ideal situation as McDermott envisions, with Dodson as the Mike linebacker. And with Bernard, they might be able to do so, because that's a guy who can be interchangeable with Milan. But if he struggles, it can be via his his playing time, his play, his, his skills, or it can be even to stay healthy. If he really struggles to stay healthy, I really hope uh, Doran can be ready uh, after mid-season, after week 8, after week 10, to get a crack at this Mike spot. And I believe the rookie will be able to deliver because he'll be learning behind Dodson, behind Bernard. And, and in time, he might be able to step in and do a nice job. That's my expectation for the, the Mike linebacker position. So the biggest winners from yesterday, in my opinion, at this spot is Dorian Williams, despite he's not being uh, in the competition right now. What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.
So just to close out the linebacker situation, Braden Spector got his playing time, and I really don't see why so many people fall in love with with Spector. I think he's solid, and that's it. I don't see him being better than Dodson. He's kind of the same kind of player, so I really hope they can start to prepare Dorian for the position, and and Bernard can get back sooner rather than later, later and and get his shot. Okay. Uh, another bigger win, bigger one of the biggest winners from yesterday, Dane Jackson, the cornerback, uh, played just a little, but he really got the starter treatment because he start he played with the starters obviously, and in the very first drive intercepted a pass, bad pass, but by Richardson, but. Here he was in the right spot, playing perfect coverage the way it's supposed to be played, and made the play, intercepted the pass, brought it back near the end zone, and chopped on. So Dan Jackson really looked good in obviously few snaps, but it's not just about Dan Jackson and a lot about one of the losers of yesterday. Uh, Kyir even was a loser yesterday for sure. Uh, Obviously, I wouldn't overreact on a preseason game when the guy played so well in a playoff game against the Dolphins. I wouldn't overreact with Kyrie Elon struggling a bit against backups uh, if he could do a good job against Tariq Hill. But we need to see more. Uh, I think Kyrie was too grabby. He was uh, too aggressive, over-aggressive sometimes. And it looked like for me it looked like he was running at 100 all the time and so every break from wide receivers he he lost his foot or, or he he slipped or he couldn't uh, stay attached to the wide receiver uh he was too grabby as i already said and so i don't know man kairon just seems it seems like he's doing to trying to do too much maybe and and he's struggling a bit and it might go to the way the bills are dealing with career even because every player is different man and, and yes there are some players who who can grow in the competition and can really compete against other guys and it makes them better but when there are some guys when they are special players when they are great athletes that you just gotta give them confidence you just gotta show them they are the guy they are the man and they're gonna play really better this way uh instead of being a competition is starting to doubt themselves and and there are a lot of athletes like this uh i remember uh myself at a young age when i was a young goalkeeper and when i was part of a competition for the number one t-shirt uh i sometimes and i made some mistakes or things like that i could sometimes i uh, start to question myself or 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 even question if i was um, a better option than the other goalkeeper as a young keeper and and when i came to some teams and they gave me the confidence and they were like no you are the number one you are the guy we count on you we count on you to on being a big piece of our team or being a leader from the goalkeeper spot and, uh it i was always like awesome i'm ready for this spotlight and uh, and i felt like this and played like this and it gave me the confidence to deliver i feel like maybe kairi is this kind of athlete 
and recently I even heard a, an interview from from Felipe Massa, Brazilian uh, Formula One driver, talking about the legendary Michael Schumacher, and and he was like, Schumacher needed the the team always when things went wrong, the team Ferrari team needed to go to him like don't worry it's all good you are the guy you are the champion we're gonna recover and that made Schumacher who he was a, a big time champion and he could always deliver so I really start to question how this coaching staff is dealing with uh Kyrie Elon I believe he he has all the potential in the world we know Dan Jackson has his limitations and maybe for the for the best scenario for the Bills, they should uh, have given the spot, not given because he kind of earned it with the, his his playoffs performance, especially against the Dolphins last year. So maybe if the Bills were giving him the starting spot and telling Elon, look, you are the guy, go out there and shut down people. We trust you. You are our first round pick and we believe in you. Maybe he would be in a better situation right now instead of competing and doubting himself and thinking too much and trying to do too much and struggling a bit. And I don't know. That's the way I feel about this position. I like how McDermott gives everybody the same opportunities no matter where they were drafted. It's nice. It's fair. I, I'm pretty sure a lot of players and especially the veterans, uh, they they appreciate this 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 kind of line of thinking, this way, this approach from McDermott. But at the same time, I think it, with this kind of athlete that I just mentioned, it hurts your 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 possibilities of getting uh, the best out of the guys who have more to deliver. I believe Kyle Eden has more to deliver than Dane, than even Christian Bedford, but... We'll see. Right now, it doesn't look good for him. Right now, it seems like Dan Jackson is your cornerback too for starting the year. And and we know. We know that if Dan Jackson is your cornerback too, I'm not talking this as a guy who doesn't like him, but he is limited. That's, those are facts. He has his limitations, speed limitations, size limitations. And if he is your cornerback too, it limits how aggressive McDermott can be. And and obviously it goes straight into the right form the, the the very same formula as we've seen so far from this Bills defense bend but don't break and wait for mistakes from the offense and you know when you play against big time quarterbacks and great offenses that that's not enough we've seen plenty of times in the playoffs so I'm worried about this because I believe the Bills need Kyrie Elon at his best by playoff time and if he doesn't play it's going to be difficult to have that when playoffs arrives so uh to close out the defense side of the ball one loser and one winner on the defensive line it's tough to keep just one winner because we had two big time winners there but one loser was a Jay Peneza, and I even even afraid of mentioning him because uh, I'm just joking, man. I even don't know if Peneza played or not. I couldn't see him on the field. He had no impact. Probably he had too few snaps, and and that's fine. But 
just like when I talked to Anthony Prohaska from Cover One here in one of my leading the charts, uh, I really don't know why people sometimes pick some players and tend to avoid giving them props or, or they don't want to see that guy doing well or they, for some reason, not saying they are deliberately doing that, but for some reason, people have their favorites and sometimes they have some guys that they simply choose to not give props or to ignorate. And and, and I, I thought like Bernard has been, uh, people has dealt with Bernard this way. And another guy is Boogie Basham. And yeah, last year wasn't good. But in his, his first season, he really didn't have a lot of opportunities. And in his few snaps, he delivered some sacks and he showed some things. And people always been higher on Epeneza. And Epeneza didn't show much stuff yesterday. It happens. Uh, we'll see in the other games. But Boogie Basham yesterday, oh boy. That guy looked good, man. And and I'm not just talking about his performance because when you look at him, you see him differently. That's why I'm I'm saying why don't more people talk about how Boogie Bashan uh looked like during training camps because he looks slimmer, he looks fitter, he looks prepared for the, the season. Uh all I could see watching uh Boogie Bashan yesterday was like Melvin Ingram on his prime, like not playing wise, but physically speaking. Boogie Bashan looked looked uh, looked strong, looked prepared, looked ready to contribute, and not like in the past few years he looked like a defensive tackle or an overweight guy, a heavy defensive end. No, yesterday the guy is really fit and strong and explosive. His mother never stopped. He played really well and. I would find it harder to move on from a guy like Boogie Basham. And we're talking about a second, a former second rounder, a guy who has pedigree. And I don't know why people are so down on him. I think he, uh, like it or not, he has got some sacks. He has a mother that never stops. And now he's looking really good and ready to contribute. So we, the Bills still have him under contract for two years. Epeneza is on a contract year. So... I want to see more from Boogie. And Tim Saddle also looked really good yesterday. And what can make things tougher inside? The Bills have a lot of defensive tackles and choices will need to be made there. But Tim Saddle looked good. Looked, uh, he was a guy who last year had some expectations and that didn't happen. But he seems prepared to contribute now. It was good to see. Uh, but especially Boogie, man. I really liked what I saw from Boogie, and I hope he can keep it up during this preseason, make things interesting in the defensive line rotation. Uh, we'll see. We'll see the next few games, but Dude seems prepared. Dude seems differently right now, uh, physically speaking, and can't wait to, to see more from him. Offensive side of the ball, biggest winners and losers. Uh, one, win one winner that he didn't even do any stuff yesterday, but came out of the game like a big-time winner is Trent Sherfield. Sherfield clearly is the wide receiver three right now. Not in the sense that he's the slot wide receiver, but in the sense that if Stephon Diggs or, or Gabe Davis can't go, Sherfield is your guy. Uh, he played just a little and never rotated with Shakir or Hardy, what shows that he's not in a competition with those guys. He won the competition. That's in 
impressive uh, if we consider the way he came to the Bills and how he needs to, to climb the depth chart and get into this position. So impressive stuff by Sheffield. And it seems that the coaching staff really trusts him as the number three guy. Uh, Dalton Kincaid looked good blocking and, and as the, the second tight end. And the tight ends didn't have much uh, work, at least in the passing game. But they did their job blocking in the 12 personnel early on. And James Cook looked really good running behind them. And, and the same thing with Latavius Murray, who seems ready. Latavius Murray remind me, uh, reminded me yesterday like uh, the Marcus Murray. And obviously, same numbers, uh, same size, same last name. But that's a veteran who knows how to run the ball, has speed, has strength, and can contribute, no doubt. Hopefully, Damon Harris can get healthy soon and also be in the mix. But it's good to have to have Latavius Murray in the, in the mix, man. And, and James Cook. We hope he can really have a breakout year because that guy really has different speed, home run speed. He's in another, another, uh, in a whole nother level speed wise. And when he he takes out the uh, and breaks out or, or run outside, nobody can keep it up with him. So it's good to see uh, the Bills having a home run hitter like him again out of the backfield and that 12 personnel should make Josh Allen's life easier with not just the run game going but opening up play action for for Josh Allen he, we know he loves it he can do really well out of it and we can get some big plays out of it with Josh's big arm and, and Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs going downfield uh Osiris Torres started and he was a winner from yesterday because he did his job pretty well. He never gave up any pressures or sacks. He really did well in the run blocking department. And I believe Torres must start. He has, just like I, I told you about Kyrie we can tell you about Torres. He has another level of physicality or, or athleticism. And, and I just feel bad for Bates, like I told Nate from Circling the Walkons podcast last Friday. but. Bates uh, might find himself getting opportunities, maybe even at right tackle, who knows. Uh, but he can compete with McGovern, and we'll see. Yesterday, they did well, and I want to see more from that offense, uh, that offensive line. But they looked good yesterday, and that's good to, to talk about, because we know that hasn't been the, the case the last few seasons. Um, and still, uh, still about pass catchers and the quarterbacks, pass catchers, uh, Shakir, you could really tell he was practicing with modes after his first two catches. Those were Eric modes catches, strong hands, physicality, uh, resisting the field, resisting the hits after the catch. It looked really good. It looked like modes. It looked like, okay, Shakir looks good. But then that drop, man, third down, keep the chains moving, nobody around him, no hit, and he just tried out, drop that pass and kill the drive. It's tough. He got to be consistent. That's why maybe Sheffield is already ahead of Shakir. Uh, the, the Justin Shorter didn't have any targets this way, but 
I hope I, we can see a little bit more in the next few games. And a lot of guys, Aitman, Johnson, especially Patman, and they showed up. They they showed that they want to be mentioned on those competitions. Uh, I don't see they playing their way into the roster, the 53-man roster, but we're talking when talking about practice squad, it's a possibility. Now, what really popped out to me as a winner and loser in those departments other than Sheffield is how Deontay Hardy looks like a loser for me right now. And Andy Isabella kind of a winner because Andy Isabella can return kicks and he can also uh, be shifty and speedy and, you know, all what we've heard about Deontay Hardy, all the reasons the Bills went hard after Deontay Hardy during free agency. But Deontay Hardy didn't look to me that explosive, that fast, that shifty, and it worries me about his prospects. We remember the Bills moved on from O.J. Howard last season uh, after signing him, expecting him to be a factor in 12 personnel. And I don't know, man. Deontay Hardy, after yesterday's game, he looked to me like he can be in trouble. I didn't like him as a returner. He didn't look fast, quick. And we're talking about a really small guy. If he can be shifty, quick, I don't know how he can contribute. And, and Isabella, in his, in, his, in his snaps, showed all we were expecting from Hardy, but in a better level. So... That's something to keep in mind and keep an eye on during the next few games because uh, I'm not sure Hardy is so safe right now. So Isabella, a winner, and and Hardy a loser. And to finish now, the quarterback position. Uh, Kyle Allen wasn't entirely bad, and he had some some issues... uh, with the, the new offense, and, and he doesn't know the offense as Matt Barkley does, and and, and even Shakir Drop killed one of his drives, but let's be fair, Kyle Allen, I don't know, man, I don't trust him to not mess up if he gotta come in, and his pick six, that was bad, the play wasn't there, don't force stuff, your backup quarterback must be a guy who you trust to not mess up, and he forced that, and that was awful. That can kill you in a real game. So Matt Barkley came in, played perfectly. He knows the offense. He's comfortable there. He's a vet. And to be honest, I trust Matt Barkley to come in and, and not mess up and keep the and keep the offense going, run the offense the way it's supposed to be run, better than Kyle Allen. I hope Matt Barkley can have an opportunity with the ones and we can see that offense being run by Barkley. Uh, so I really wish Bartley can get this opportunity and take advantage of it because I'm way more comfortable with Bartley than with Kyle One. Okay, Mafia, that's those are the things that popped out uh, after this Bills win against the Colts. And leading the charge will be back next Friday with a pregame Bills and Steelers preseason week two, and then next Sunday again with the post-game observations and that's it thank you so much for taking your time and see you around go bills
What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.